This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Believe me, you already have. So there's no reason to wish and hope. Hey, Carl, thanks for loving the show because he's driving truck. And I just wanted to shout out to Carl. Shout out to Carl. Thanks for driving that truck. What the hell is wrong with you? You tell me yeah, to look at that... listeners' emails during the commercial break, and I just did. Well, you don't have to just jump in the middle of a story <laughs> with this. Carl, keep driving that truck. Like, you know. Keep driving, Carl. Hey, click it or ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there Obey you the go. signs or pay the fines. Irish. 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 I was Irish. <laughs> Jeez. What the AJ hell is you... MVP today. Is she mentally ill, do you think? Yeah, probably. People should get some medication. Tests are still out, but we'll let you know. The government, government <laughs> yeah. gives you a, 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 a discount because you hired me, so don't worry about it. There's <laughs> a tax write-off. There's a quota that's met. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of discounts on my taxes over the years. i got to be honest with you. Yeah. Let's try to get him up over. Is there any way we could charge him 101% tax? Yeah, great. Great. That's where we're headed. Two men ruffled feathers after getting into a fight over chickens roaming a Florida street on Friday, according to police. The Lee County Sheriff's Office, oh, this is Tampa. Yeah. The Lee County Sheriff's Office, uh, office arrested 65-year-old Robert Douglas Barraza and 43-year-old Dashiel Losada Gonzalez after the fight broke out on Fort Myers. Oh, it's in Fort Myers, though. That's why it's Lee County. There you go. Uh, according to NBC affiliate WBBH, the men first started yelling, but the situation escalated into a filter, a physical altercation. How do you get in a fight over chickens in the know. street? I don't know. I was so excited for you to read this article because I tried to suss it out. I even did my picture thing, and I could not figure out who. So I thought they were fighting the chickens. 
No, they're fighting each other over chickens. That's keep reading. I'm so enthralled. Why me? She's just bossy today. No, she just really like, is. I love when you read it out loud. I feel like I understand it better. That's all. Back off, sister. Sorry, I give you a compliment. <laughs> I know you're uncomfortable. <laughs> Neighbors said the chickens have been roaming their Fort Myers neighborhood for a few weeks. As some even leave food and water for them, others clearly aren't welcoming toward them. The video shows uh, officials taking three chickens away from the area where they uh, were. I know. Really? Do I have to say this? Yeah. Okay. The video shows officials taking three chickens away from the area where they were escorted. <laughs> I love that. Egg-scor- oh, so you love escorted, do you? Escorted into a Lee County Domestic Animal Services van. We're guessing uh, taking a ride uh, to jail over chickens isn't all, all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Because you crack an egg. Yep. You, see? I see. But that was the sheriff doing that. That was an actual quote. That was the sheriff, yes. That's exactly right. There's that's no rough. question about it. Both men were arrested for one count of misdemeanor battery. Arrest records show Barasa was released on $1,500 bail. Losada Gonzalez was released but has not had a bond set. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You're fighting over chicken. So these chickens are in your neighborhood wandering around and they're peeing and pooping everywhere. Is that the problem? I guess and maybe one person was okay with it and one's not because then they got in a physical fight over it. Right. I don't really know. I do think it's weird. Can we acknowledge that besides the quote, they only put one pun in there? So then it's like, is this supposed to be a punny story or not? It's kind of weird. The one is just weird. Yeah, and it's like they went like, and they had opportunities. Like you have a battery, like you beat yeah. eggs. They could have put something in there like that. Yeah, oh, like, yeah see, they, you know they had. You might have a job in you know print, sir. Let me head down to Fort Myers and start writing news stories. All right, uh, because I just looked at the picture of this next story that Brittany sent to me. Mm-hmm. She will be fired today at eight fifty-seven, about a minute from now. Not a problem. Have you looked at these shoes you sent a, pic- a yeah, picture of? Great. They are the most hideous things. It looks like, I don't even. You're not on, like, they have the big red boots. They've got, yeah, uh, yeah that's like the new trendy thing now is how big, yeah, yeah like the huge crock looking Those are things. the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. They look like a video game character, like Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse's shoes. Yeah, Mickey yeah. Mouse, there you go. Why would you want these? I don't know, it's a huge trend right now, and I saw that there was in stuff about why it's a huge trend. You know what, I, and I'll read the story. Yeah. But you know what I would do if I wore those shoes? What? I'd walk out and go, Willie. <laughs> I'd be Herman Munster. Oh, there you go. I was like, what are we? Yep, yep, Herman got Munster. it. Yep, you actually nailed it. Absolutely. You got Lily, ho, ho. Those are definitely Herman Munster shoes. Absolutely. Freaking lootly. A new design uh, launching this week at Paris Fashion Week is the latest in this year's most surprising trend. Comically oversized footwear. Daisy Woodward dips a toe. Dips a toe into the clumpy world of cartoon shoes. Clumpy world. She dipped a toe, though, over shoes. Get it? Yep. It's excellent. It's excellent. Excorted. What was it? Excorted. Was it excorted? From cowboy boots and kitten heels to Mary Janes and court shoes. What are Mary Janes? Mary Janes are the basic uh, strap over the foot uh, kind of closed toe shoe. Okay, like little kids always wear? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I know what a Mary Jane is. Court Shoes 2023 has heralded the return of many established uh, shoes to to the runway, but it has also seen a rise of new, more surprising ones. The cartoonishly oversized shoe, preempted by the likes of Bottega, Veneta's BV Puddle Boot, a chunky sole rubbered rain boot with a bulbous toe that debuted in 2020, and Corwin Frost super-stuffed Adidas Superstars, uh, the maxima, maximalist 
the look was galvanized in February of this year when the U.S. label and art collective MSCHF released its attention-grabbing big red boot. Why would you want to wear these? I don't understand. Just to get attention? Is that... They, like, they kind of look cool. Like, not these yellow ones the that look like Crocs, but, like, the big red ones. Or, like, when you scroll down, there's more of, like, a one that looks like an actual tennis shoe that's just huge. I would I'd mess around and rock some of these. Really? Yellow, really? Absolutely. I would love to get see out. I'll, I'll pull up them. in some mischief boots. I mean, they're, like, hella expensive. But, yeah, there were some oversized shoes that I'd wear. i got to be honest with you. This is just more people just wanting attention. Oh, look at me. That's what this is all about, you know. Yeah, and I would say most people that own the big shoes, it's I have them just so I can take a picture, post it online. Yes. And I, like yes. you're not going out to the store to pick up some groceries in these. There's a, I think it's a woman. I don't know. I should, I suppose I could scroll up and find out if it's a woman or a man. I think it's a woman. She's wearing those big red ones, mm-hmm. and it literally looks like her feet were cut off, and they put fake feet on her. Yeah. Yeah. They're hideous. Why would you want to? It's all for the attention, isn't it? Looks like yeah. there's a video game Bomberman. That's what everybody looks like. Bomberman? Yeah, they look like they're one. Bomberman. Yeah, I don't know. Wear whatever shoes you want and all the rest of it, but I just, when people need that much attention, I'm like, uh, you're not my kind of person. Yeah, it's a lot. I like it, it is too much. I like eccentric stuff, but I, they have to be functional as well in some ways mm-hmm. Some at some point. Now, the question I would have for you, I'm looking at those big, chunky-ass shoes. Chunky-ass You could never wear those in the winter. You wouldn't be able to get anywhere. Oh, that's no, very no. true. And there's no way you could wear those in the winter in Minnesota. Any, I'll tell you what, those, the scariest thing to happen to you in the winter is if you break your anything where we have to wear a boot, like a medical boot. Oh, God, yeah. yes. Because yeah. they are the slipperiest mother truckers you'll put on ever it's like a ski on one yep. foot and you're like also have a broken foot so it's not a great combo i lived in fear i broke my toe and i had to wear like one of those boots lived in fear how'd you break your toe i don't want to get into it oh glug glug uh, no yeah. i was playing i wish i was drunk i was very sober and we just had gotten xbox connect it's the thing that like can oh, see oh you my gosh. and i was playing xbox soccer and i kicked the floor as hard as i could and broke my big toe Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Super embarrassing. That sounded like it. Did it hurt like mad? Oh, it was terrible. I gotta believe so. That would not feel good. It was like very stereotypical. I was in my parents' basement. Sound like a natural athlete. Thank you. Is you. Just... Thank you. Me and Justin argue over who's more athletic. Like, You've and, lost. Uh, if he knew that You've story. Lost already. He didn't know that story. He doesn't know it. But if he had that information at the ready, like he would win our argument. So keep that from him, please. See, I never went through that kind of stuff. But I have a different life in that I, I've never gone through any of that stuff with my feet or whatever. But yeah. I have been stabbed in my foot. Actually, that's terrifying. Yeah, that would that would freak me out more than breaking a toe. What? Well, how'd you get? Who stabbed you? What was that called again? That- Lawn darts. Mumbly peg. Oh, I've hit oh, somebody's foot playing long. Well, it was kind of, mumbly pen, yeah, but this I always. This was an actual des- knife, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but I always describe your situation as like a long darts esque because I've actually, nobody knows what mumbly peg is, but I do. Yeah, mumbly peg used to be a game when you would, you'd start with your feet together and then they'd stick the knife in the ground and you'd have to stretch your foot out to where the knife was. I don't know why this guy did it, but he didn't aim very well. The knife went right through the top of my foot. Uh, and it was a big knife too. It wasn't some like little tiny knife. It was big. The hell kind of lawn games are you playing as a 
North Minneapolis, baby. Jesus. Let's get some violence involved in the fun, shall hey, we? You know what's what's a break from Russian roulette to play right. this mumbly peg. You know what sounds like fun? Let's throw knives at each other. Uh, I do not trust well, anybody enough to do that. No. Look, I've been stabbed in the foot. I've been stabbed in, in the back. I've been... I've had all kinds of these problems. Literally stabbed no, in the back or your figurative Oh, no, by everybody I've ever worked yeah. with that way, if that's there what you're talking about. Blood on my hands. Blood on my hands. There's no question about it. And what was the other thing that happened to me that was, oh, I got shot with in the leg with an arrow. You got a BB gun, didn't you, got a too? a BB gun, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Lucky to be alive. I'm a nice target, apparently. I'm, I make a good target. And my brother Terry shot me in the leg with an arrow. That was nice. Although I was totally at fault because he was target shooting. Yeah. And I thought it'd be funny to run in front of him when he did that. Which is like such a weird, intrusive kid thought. I was like seven. I know. But like intrusive, you know what I mean? When you're a kid, you're like, ah, it'd be so funny if I did that. And you're like, no, that's the opposite right. of what anyone with any self-preservation would do. You know what the greatest part of that, though, is that I discovered something that I had never known before. I was only seven when it happened. Yeah. But when that thing went into my leg, it went right into my calf on the left side. Spasm. The leg locked up. Yeah, spasm. And I mean from yeah. hip on down, that leg just locked up. And yeah. Like, like whoa. That's what like a, a weird experience. At least your body has self-preservation. Yeah, exactly. The idea of it is holding it all in. Oh, that is Tom again, uh, typical. Uh, typical. Kids be, go go like there's a lot of times where she just is testing things out you know mm -hmm. she was rolling on the couch yesterday having a grand old time and she was right on the edge and she was on her back and she looked at me and was kind of like oh I'm gonna fall am I gonna fall and she straight up fell off the couch and then started <laughs> crying and I was like this is Whoops. like a very simple lesson and I was just like such a funny moment of her just being like could I should I I did and I hate it <laughs> yeah, it all works I still. I tie that in so much every time I talk about that. And my dad came home from a party next door. This again, I was around seven, somewhere in there, because he was gone right after that. But he came home from a party and he's bleeding like mad out of his back. Jesus. And obviously somebody stabbed him in the back. At the, the obvious party, conclusion right? is. Right. The obvious was... conclusion is because it, it was about you know eight inches long, the slice in his back. I said, Dad, what happened? He goes, oh, I caught my back on a nail. I'm like, yeah, okay. While I was shimmying up and down. <laughs> yes, I, my, oh, my God, my back. Like, Make it stop. Yeah, he tried to tell me that he caught his back on a nail. It's like, no, you didn't. I'm oh, seven, and I know better than that. Dad. I'm making it up as you go along. See, my dad pissing somebody off to the point where they wanted to stab him. Whoever thought that would have happened? Shocking. And then, like, he just came home after and not went to the hospital. No, didn't like, go to the hospital. That's Never how did. my dad was. Like, he yeah. worked in a machine shop, and I remember he, like, very badly cut his finger. And so he comes home, and the Packers were playing Monday Night Football, and he wanted my mom to get her sewing kit out and sew it, so that way he didn't miss the start <laughs> of the game. Like, it's just a different time back I love then. your dad different It wasn't that long ago. No. <laughs> no. Different time. Way back in those days. Yeah. My husband, I'd be so, like the the example I have is like if I did that and I was like I need to watch the Real Housewives, please sew up my finger. Like how wild! Right, and he still made it to the like to the hospital and back before the game even started. So well, like, he wasn't in jeopardy of missing like Brett Favre play a football game. There you go. A man was arrested for discharging his weapon negligently after an early morning shooting in Simi Valley, according to a release from the Simi Valley uh, Police Department. Officers responded to a suspicious incident regarding a subject that rang a resident's doorbell, then hid in nearby bushes just before 6.30 in the morning on Sunday. 
The first responding officer arrived on the scene and found the man, identified as 63-year-old Gary Laskowski of Simi Valley. Crawling out from under the bushes with a firearm in his hand, he was detained without incident. The investigation revealed that the subject was under influence of alcohol and thought there were intruders in his house. There weren't, but he thought there How drunk do you have to be to see, start seeing people? No, yeah, like uh, hearing them, seeing them, and saying, I better grab my gun. The only logical thing is... I happen to be very mm. wasted, and someone's breaking into my home right now. Yes, that's what it is. I should get the gun. Uh, the investigation revealed the subject was under the influence of alcohol, thought intruders were in his residence, SVPD said. Officers located evidence of multiple rounds fired within the subject's residence. Wait, open fire in his house, too. Pew, 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 pew. Additionally, officers found an additional bullet hole in the driver's side door of a nearby parked vehicle that belonged to one of Lasowski's neighbors and another bullet in the hole in a neighbor's garage. Officers uh, determined there were no intruders in his residence. The subject uh, negligently fired multiple rounds from his own weapon. So this guy, drunk, he just opens fire in his neighborhood. Yeah. I... Gotta protect your house. I know, but... Gotta protect your house. Maybe get back on the the intake. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's not... Drink to the point where we're like run, rummaging through the drawer to get a gun out and God. like. What do you think this nobody? guy has that he thinks is going to get stolen in this? That's right. <laughs> this guy who drinks a, a ridiculous amount in the middle of the day. Like, what are you protecting? Like a square TV kind of vibe. Like, what's what's the big what's the big I treasure know. that is in your home that you're going to like shoot a bystander over. Do you think there was over something that he was thinking he's going to lose, or was he just that paranoid, or what the hell? Like. Yeah, there's got to be something that? else because it says like he's like hiding in the bushes and right. stuff. Like, there's got to right. be some exactly. some underlying condition. What like, the hell is this all he's about? He's having flashbacks to like Nam or something. Ooh, could have been a Nam yeah. deal. He was like sixty something. That's too young for Nam, right? Probably. Well, it is now. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the last year of Nam, I think the people would have been born in like 1951, something yeah. like that. Somewhere in there. So yeah, that'd be that he'd be too young to have gone to not. Well, no, it was 1975, I think was the last year in Vietnam. So I suppose he could 60s, have been there. maybe, yeah. Yeah, so 75 was the last year when it all finally did wrap up. So maybe he was in Vietnam. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? I just know that maybe he shouldn't have a gun. Um, yeah, yeah, you I, definitely <laughs> take it away. <laughs> you never know. It depends on what state he's in. Sometimes you get third, fourth chances. Yeah, where's where's the Simi Valley? Is that California? California? Yeah, Simi Valley, oh, California, yep. We'll see. You are correct, sir. Uh, another story from Milford, Massachusetts. A man is facing multiple charges after he was accused of running a dental office in the back of a convenience store. See, this is my kind of guy. Why would you go to the dentist in the back of a 7-Eleven? Because you don't have dental insurance. I didn't have dental insurance for so long in my Rush life. Brush your teeth, for Christ's sake. I said, not my mom. Within this economy? It's too expensive. A toothpaste is really up there. It's a crest. Crest, yes, crest. Get aboard, crest. There you go. Baking soda and water. <laughs> oh, I've seen hammer. that. Yep, I've seen that before. Me too. I absolutely have. So yeah, so uh, Juan Hernanda Munoz, 64, is arrested Friday in connection with the illegal operation of uh, being conducted at the uh, Alternativa convenience store in uh, in Milford. Milford Police Chief Robbie Tusino said Munoz's dental operation was discovered when the Milford Health Department was performing a routine inspection of Alterniva convenience store. We had a couple of our detectives head over there, apparently. 
So uh, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, had a pretty significant dental operation going on in the back. So how, how do you advertise, look, it's not a real dental office, but I got her set up in the back of the convenience store. How would you recruit patients? I'm telling you, there's people like me who also don't have dental insurance who are looking for something. But you wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't okay, do that. I'd rather say. go into debt. <laughs> I'd rather go into debt. But there is a small part of me that was like, come on, we can do this. Let's just pull it. Right. Like, yeah, but like was was it a real dentist that like got his license revoked for something? Like, he, or was just, just just a guy with a drill? Yeah, maybe he yeah, had one extra. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it said we had a couple of our detectives head over there, and there was a pretty significant dental operation going on in the back. Milford police said the proprietor of the convenience store at 140 Main Street, Suite Seven, Maria Magdalena Guaman Castro rented a room in the rear of the store in Munoz, who provided multiple dental services without a license, including examinations, tooth extractions. I'm sorry, but you ain't pulling shit out of my No, not at a 7-Eleven. Not at a 7-Eleven, baby. (laughs) I'd do it. Uh, (laughs) Like, don't you ever have those moments where you go, I'm more disgusting, fine, pull it? Yeah, just get it. Um, Basically, the things he did without, or she did without a license, would include the examinations, tooth extractions, anesthetics, and cleanings. Well, the cleanings you wouldn't really care about, would you? Yeah, I would do it at 7-Eleven. Yeah, well, the cleaning. I mean, cleaning's not that big a deal, is it? Yeah, go for it. I wouldn't think so. It's not like you can screw that up. Like, either it's not clean, not right, You either cleaned clean. them or you didn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not worse off. Like, I don't know. I'm telling you. I feel like she did something for the community. I feel like there was a need, and she was there, yeah, and... But- and I feel bad because she's about to be finded up the butt. When I hope she oh, still, yeah. I hope she somehow made money for through all of it because no, she's about right. to be yeah. ripped apart. No doubt about it. And plus, the fact, hey, you're going to the dentist. I heard. Could you grab me some ho hos and a Pepsi? <laughs> grab me a slushy and a big gulp on your way <laughs> out. And a big gulp. She's like. Oh, I know that you've been having a lot of sugar. Like, how? Oh, because I literally watched you buy a bunch of sugar every day here. Exactly. At the same place. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to a dentist in the back of a grocery store. Not no. going to happen. Um, no, thank you. I might have in my 20s. I hope she had, like, some sort of, like, cool way to let them know that you're here specifically for the dentist. Yeah. yeah. Like, you go in, you're like, hey, do you guys have any toothbrushes? And they're like, yeah, right back here. And they go you in this dark, like, dimly lit room. More specific, like, maybe, like, floss. Do you guys have any tooth floss? Yeah. You mean floss for your teeth? Right. And you yes. give a wink to the guy at the counter. Yep. You get like a weird mouth thing. <laughs> kind of weird though. You go in there and grab a six pack and you hear in the background. That'd be really great. I feel like this is the kind of environment that they thrive at. They go, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I wonder how much she charged. Doesn't say how much she charged. But I'm telling if you are broke and something happens with your teeth and you don't have dental insurance, mm-hmm. you're about to be in mm-hmm. debt for a while. Like it is so expensive, which it should be, right? Like they're dealing with your. You know, you have a lot of nerves that go straight up to your brain from your mouth. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there's infection, people sometimes will, this has happened to people, if you have, like, a braces issue and it gets really badly infected, oh, that infection can go to your brain pretty quickly. I would imagine there's a day brightener right there. What your face is rotting. We still have some time so people don't walk away depressed. Exactly. 
There's a lot of talk about how dangerous football is, but usually that's about what happens on the field. This looks like an interesting story. The most dangerous stadiums in America. Whoa. I got to go with Philadelphia first. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's got to be number number one, two, three, and four. Exactly. Okay, I'm excited because I, like, so, like, because people throw stuff, right? That's the one that really. They get fist fights. Yeah, if you ever, like, can find your way onto, like, a Philadelphia fans, like, TikTok or something like that, like, if you don't, like, one, don't wear a opposing colored team oh jersey. no 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 like not they, there what was it two years ago when the vikings were there there were like videos of them throwing like batteries and yes. like military personnel that we even has batteries on them also batteries are like the most expensive thing to throw have the price of batteries is insane so why are you checking batteries why don't you like in this economy in this economy well, do but like maybe a, they'd burned out or something right that, that's yeah. a good point maybe who knows? Whip a battery at somebody is so ridiculous. There's a new report out about the most dangerous NFL stadiums based on actual crime statistics at the area. So this is not an opinion. This is based on crime stats. Damn. This ought to be interesting. Oh, my God. What? The most dangerous stadium is Empower Field at Mile High, the Denver Broncos. I've never even heard any violence no. there. Oh. When you're getting 70 points hung up on you. I <laughs> yeah, good point. Overall, the Denver Broncos Stadium and Powerfield uh, at Mile High was named the most dangerous. They say there are 70 crimes for 1,000 uh, residents in the zip code where the stadium is located. Yes, yeah, so that might so just that's be different. lower yeah, yes. lower population. Oh, so it's so yes. if the Raiders were still in Oakland, they would be winning this by a landslide. By a landslide. Yes. Yeah. yes, absolutely. This does not include, well, this is a nice stat. This does not include the absolute bludgeoning the Broncos took at the hands of the Miami Dolphins. Let's throw that in the story. Throw, yeah, that's depressing. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks Stadium is the second most dangerous. That that surprises me. Uh, followed by homes of the Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings, and K- Minnesota Vikings. What? We don't have any violence there, do we? It's only like six. What was it? Only six hundred carjackings last month. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> You always have to look at who wrote the story, and I don't know who wrote this, but have you noticed the most dangerous stadiums are in the most liberal cities? Do you think he did it on, or she did it on purpose? I don't know, because you, well, we all know, right? There's the truth, and then there's statistics, or what's that saying? Yeah, it's true. It's like you can play around with statistics. It's like I've decided Mm -hmm. to only put in littering as the crime, and that is why this is the most dangerous stadium in the world. If you're looking for violent crime only, the Lions Stadium is number one, followed by the homes of the Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, the Chiefs, New Orleans. Yeah, Philadelphia's not even in here. Yeah, this reporter is from Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I would agree. Because <laughs> I bet there's you're right. no way. No, that's this is ridiculous. That this no, no chance that Philadelphia's not even in the top 20. Dang. Honest to God, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium is second, followed by the homes of New England Patriots, New York Giants, New York Jets, uh, the Browns. The stadium where the most uh, fans have been a victim of a crime is Cowboy Stadium. The Giants and Jets Stadium is next, followed by the homes of Washington Commanders and Seahawks. This guy's from yeah. Philadelphia. There's yeah. no doubt Absolutely. about it. If they want to talk about being, yeah. We're, and if you're talking about, like, fans being a victim of a crime, like, in the stadium, then that makes sense for Minnesota because, I mean, just what we have to go through every week. But, right. Yeah, Philadelphia's got to be on. Right. <laughs> Philadelphia's got to be on. I this. still don't see it. I'll, I'll scroll down to the – I'm at the very bottom. So here we go. In a survey of more than 3,000 NFL fans, nearly 40% of them said they've witnessed a crime in or around an NFL stadium. I never have. I've not seen a crime. Nobody's ever been in a fight in front of me or oh, any of that yeah, stuff. No. Never seen it. 
Uh, 7% say they had been victims of the one themselves. Unfortunately, the report doesn't offer a full ranking, so it's unclear which stadiums are the safest. Yeah, there's not one mention of Philadelphia in that whole story. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, but just watch. There's fist fights every game. I can't even imagine, because, like, I know that the spirits and, and, and people are excited about the game, but I can't imagine yeah. in Minnesota walking, whoever we're playing, is a, a guy is walking in a different jersey, somebody fighting them. Like, that's it's, not our vibe. It's beyond, like, even, like, it shouldn't be anybody's vibe. It like, shouldn't be anyone's vibe. Unfortunately, how? it is some people's vibe. Like, oh, but you're like, wearing a Packers jersey? I'm going to come over there and hit you in the face. Well, no, like, you like no, different men on different teams that I don't like that men on that different team? That's true. You won't. Boo your face. Yep, no. It's people that fight just in general. Like, a, like, how are you that upset that you're going to fight? But, like, f- over a football team, like, let's reevaluate our right. life choices. I always have yeah. to remind people, too, is, like, it's not like back in the day that, like, these people grew up in that world. Like, the Vikings could have had any of the players on the other team at mm-hmm. any point had they made different decisions. So it's like, like baseball's even funnier because they trade p- teams so often where it's like, I love this guy. I, d- I hate this guy this week. Like, <laughs> I have different feelings about this man. So it's not like yeah. hardcore lines drawn in the sand. No, I suppose not. Uh, we had talked about this earlier. I never did get to the story. The most and least popular slang for each generation, because I brought up the fact that you like the C word. You know, yeah. that kind of whole deal. Never said it on air, but you now have, have the not, narrative. We have not confirmed that yet. Yeah, that's right. I think we remember exactly me right. saying it on air. Nope, you did. I think I would have got some emails about that. I think I would, too. <laughs> I think maybe. Uh, every generation has a fair share of uh, cool and uncool, desperately trying to be cool and not giving a rat's ass. And every generation has its slang. There's a new study out on the most and least popular slang for all age groups, and it includes the most used slang words. Uh, I'm not buying this. What? For boomers, it's bummer, mellow, and wannabe. No. Wannabe is not something I've heard. I've never used bummer in my life. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I hear bummer. bummer, Bummer's pretty popular. Really? Mm -hmm. I've never said that in my life. What's the other one? Wannabe and what? Bummer, wannabe. Mellow. I've never called anybody mellow either. I've heard you say you need to mellow out. Mellow out. That's different. Okay. Okay. For Gen X, it's chill, followed by lame and bummer. Bummer's back. You've never said bummer, have you? No, I'm not Gen X, though, so... What is that? What's Gen X again? It's a little older than me. Thank oh, it's you. Older so when you looked okay. at me, it was very offensive. <laughs> so you're Gen Z? I'm millennial. Well, it doesn't even come up. Oh, for millennials in here. Oh, yeah, here we go. It's the same shit anyway. For millennials. <laughs> for Sorry. Just offended that you thought I was old. That's why I can't even get old. over it. I don't even know how old they would be. You looked at me with like, is that what you say? Like that? Yep. I was well, throw I, this I don't know what Gen face. X is. I don't pay attention to that I'm, crap. I'm pretty much a teen mom. I've said that 400 times. Nobody seems to be believing me. Yeah, nobody. That mm. would be no one. Okay, so for Gen X, it's chill, followed by lame and bummer. For millennials, the number one is OMG. I OMG it hard. Lame as hell. I OMG it. Followed by chill and lame. That's lame. So lame is big to everybody. Bummer and lame are the two big ones so far. And for Gen Z, it's selfie, followed by OMG and ghosted. I don't ever hear anybody using these words. Oh, ghosted. Ghosted is extremely popular. Oh, is it now ghosted? You ghost someone? Yep. So in other words, you say you're coming and you don't? Yeah, or you just stop talking to somebody. Yeah, very popular. That's all my friends. 
Yeah, you're getting ghosted. I've been ghosted by all of them. I've been ghosted by Tom Weekly. Right, well, that's yeah, exactly. a bummer. <laughs> that's exactly. By the time Friday rolls around. <laughs> Ghost me so uh-huh. hard. For boomers, the most hated slang word. Oh, wait a minute. i got to get this one first. There's also a rundown on slang words. We want to go away forever. For boomers, the most hated slang word is woke. I would have to agree with you 100%. It's the most ridiculous thing on earth. I don't think anyone likes woke. Well, Howard Stern does. He said he's woke. I'm woke as hell. Howard Stern really isn't on the cusp of cool, so don't worry about that. On the cusp of setting an ass to make money is what he's doing. I feel like that's ironic because I feel like younger people don't say woke a whole lot. It's like the older news pundits that are like, that's woke. It's it's old people that are... Think they're relating to young oh, people, they and really? so they go like, "Yeah, we're gonna woke. look how woke we are." Are they go? Oh yeah, like they use it as a tool against that generation. They're like, mm. "Oh yeah, they the woke police." Yeah, it's oh, like that deal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nobody, nobody here <clears throat> wanted to be the woke police. Nobody just wants made this up. You know what's the best? Sleep. <laughs> so there's also a rundown of slang words we want to go away forever. But boomers' the most hated uh, slang word is woke which is a little ironic since boomers are the only generation saying woke these days. That's not true at all. I hear that on the news all the That's time. That's what we're saying. Right. But no, I'm saying it's not just by boomers, not even close to just be boomers. It's a lot younger people that are saying it on the news. I think they're saying it about people that would never refer to themselves as that ever. Mm-hmm. Well, where did it come from then? Why is it still around? I don't know. I, I just have no understanding of this whole woke. What was the point of woke anyway? I think it's the same, falls in the same as social justice warrior, where they're like, yeah, these social justice warriors, and nobody would refer to themselves as that ever. Right. I wouldn't think so. No. See, I just, I don't understand this whole deal, this whole situation anyway. It seems to me, and maybe you guys have a different viewpoint, but this chasm is getting bigger, not smaller between young people and older people, between white people and people of color. They're using us to make money. I yeah. really wish everybody would understand that. Yeah. Right? I agree. I mean, honest to God. I just, when are they going to wake up and realize this is just big business using us so they can make even more money and getting us to hate one another, which I've never understood. Well, if you didn't like someone, why would you waste the time on hating them? Takes too the, much time to hate people. Yeah, and like just people are definitely being used because the if you're in the middle, like which I think most people are, they're like mm-hmm. I'm not really a, more indifferent. Like that doesn't get the clicks, it doesn't get the views. So right. now news, they go well. We have to pick one side and really hammer it hard to get those people. Then you have the people that will hate watch it. It's all just a big right. theater show at this point. It is. It's just a big theater show. It's a very good way to put it. Uh, boomers want to uh, ditch the term Gucci and Sheesh. What's wrong with Gucci? Sheesh. And what's wrong with sheesh? Gucci, I love. Gucci, I still yeah. use all Gucci's the time. Gucci's great. That's kind of Gucci. I yeah. like that. That's, Walking in here with it. your off-brand Gucci pants. <laughs> I don't understand this at all. For Gen X, they want to cancel Thirsty. Don't you ever tell me you're thirsty. Yeah, but Who they're using cares? it differently. Yeah, yeah they are. It's not what you think. It yeah, is. like, like if I came in thirsty, it would be like... Yeah. You'd be like, Brittany, what are you wearing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like she I'm came trying out to get some. Her, it's like, yeah. you're hungry for dick. No, that's oh, what thirsty geez. stands for? I guess thirsty for Th- dick. Yeah. Or like you're trying too hard yeah. for, yeah, for like attention, like you're thirsty okay, for Okay, all the people in that same store are going, what'd she just say? <laughs> that's right. great. Wonderful. Sorry, they need to know. Okay, oh. there's one here you're going to have to help me with because I have no idea what the hell it means. I'll get to it in a second. So, yeah, for Gen X, it's thirsty, clap back, and slay. Okay. Yeah, all... All, All of those can, those can go. go. What clap, does yeah, it clap mean? Clap back and slay can go too. What is clap? Well, first back? off, slay is fun. 
I like saying full slay, send it, slay. What does it mean? Set. Like if I my outfit today, right? Full slay. slay, yeah. Slay or like girl. a slay, you you right. made a huge impression. Killing, like it's, yeah. you yeah. look Killing amazing, it. girl. Full slay. And then okay, clapback is like a a comeback insult, yeah. kind of. Slay is like very big in the LGBTQ. Oh, it is community. okay. And then Gen Z, they want to banish banish savage. Mm-hmm. POV is just point of view. Why would you care about that? That's weird. That's odd. POV. They want to get rid of POV. They Why? Hate well, because because like it's very <laughs> on social media. Somebody will like take a selfie or take a picture of themselves, and it'll be like POV. You're having the best day ever. So it's just over. Oh, POV. They overuse you're looking it. at yeah. your beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> right. So that's what it's always overdone. Yeah. That's the whole problem. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This one I do not understand. Gen Z. They want to banish S K S K S K. What is that word? Sick. 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 S-K-S-K-S-K. Yeah, that's what they want to ban. I've never even heard of that. I'll do some research. Yeah, do some research on S-K-S-K-S-K. You'd think there wouldn't be much argument there, but everything is cyclical, so some do not want to kill these terms. For example, Gen Z wants to use more of sheesh and clap back. I like sheesh. Sheesh. Uh, While the older generations are looking to use more of Gen Z's castaways, including POV and... Okay, it's a term, not just a keyboard smash. S K S K S K. What what is that? Is an interjection used to convey surprise, happiness, and other intense emotions. But how do you say it? That's it. Yeah, but it's also the way Voldemort talks. So watch out. It's also a snake in your yard. How about that? Sounds like a sprinkler. That makes no sense. Yes, it sounds like a sprinkler. Exactly. It wasn't all negativity, though. The generations were also asked uh, which slang words they'd like to bring back. Boomers wanted to bring back far out. I was just going to say that. Oh, like, I hate that. That's groovy, far out. I hated out. that so much. I it's want rad. nectar back so bad. Nectar? Nectar. Yeah, that's What's not too nectar? bad. Like, good. It's like nice. Oh, okay. it's like, that's, that's nectar. That's so nectar. You're going to want sen- it. That makes no um, sense. It does make, like, like, the imagery of nectar is delicious, like, like yeah. honey. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm missing out, man. So bring, boomers want to bring back far out, peace out, and bummer. Gen Z wants to revive right on, groovy, and epic. epic. Groovy man. Millennials want to bring back cool cat, cowabunga, and talk to the hand. Ooh. And then it says, please God, no. Talk to the hand. I, I, talk, talk to the, the hand. Cause the cowabunga face is yeah. but I, Cowabunga, I, baby. I've been waiting to just yeah. say cowabunga this cowabunga, whole time. Cowabunga, dude. What was, what was the third one? Oh, yeah, cool uh, cat. Cool, cool cat, cat For, yes. I'm, You're one I guess, cool yeah, cat. Cool I'm fine cat. with that. Yeah. Bees knees kind of vibe. Gen Z wants to bring back YOLO. YOLO, what you only YOLO? live once. Oh, you only live yep. once. Okay. But it's usually said right before you die. Okay. Like jumping off a house. YOLO! Rest in peace. This one closes with the... I literally, if somebody said that to me, I'd go get away from me. I hated it so much. They got YOLO. They got RAD, which I also hated. RAD. But the worst of all time is when people say, "Was up? Was up?" Oh, I hate "was up." So you hated that Bud Light commercial, then? Yeah. God, was up? People thought that was hilarious. It was terrible. Do you remember that? Like, was a year of our lives of the "was ups." Well, what are you gonna do? Maybe we should start the show like that. I think, yeah, "was up." We're back to the Tom Bernard show. Tevin every day, "was up." Oh, what? You need a nap. <laughs> what the hell was that? It sounded like that, a little indigestion. Honestly, <laughs> it sounded oh like goodness. it exactly. Before, when I would just come up once a week, yeah. I would be like, 
Tom, you're overreacting about Britney. I in one day. <laughs> one day. You are a you're Safe. doing the hard work. Yeah. You are a man of the people, Tom, for putting up with Britney. There's no wow. question about it. There's no getting around it. You really want? You want to draw some lines in the sand? I'm, like, I'm picking <laughs> sides. <laughs> I'm picking sides. All right. Lines in the sand. I mean, I would buddy up with Tom, too. Like, that's who I'd pick as well. Right. Yeah. But I see it now. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. Now, look at him <laughs> trying to strap. <laughs> No, I'm just going to do a commercial. I'm saying him. He goes, oh, but oh, I yeah. really like it. He's, and then he, tries, he says the meanest thing no, I've ever the, heard to me. And then goes, but I really like what it. What mean <laughs> thing? He's trying to work no, both I, angles. You can, you, can be, no, I, you can be both sides. This uh, isn't one or the other. What are you trying to Not in my mind. Oh, okay. What did he say mean to you? He said he am literally the worst. He understands why Tom hates me, period, dot. You just said, was I? <laughs> 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 Let me just, I have a list and you're uh, getting underlined on it. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break here, so take a breath for Christ's sake. What's up? Oh, God, I hate that so much, I can't even tell you. It's Tommy B. for my pals at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to uh, take your passion on the road, make some memories camping wherever you want with a pulled trailer RV, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and the brother and sister team of Tim and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personal employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They do what they say they'll do every time because their name is on the building. And with a huge selection of RV service professionals standing by, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker, I mean customer, of course, that visits their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Put your passion on the road. They are my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Jessica. This is the happiest day of my life, right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage with Lucas Fuel Treatment at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply add it to your tank at your next fill-up to eliminate carbon and varnish deposits. Get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Treatment for $10, plus two times O Rewards points. See your O'Reilly Auto Parts store for details or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Um, boy, there's some stories right now. It's, there's some interesting things happening. Taxpayers stuck paying the bills for oligarchs seized yachts and mansions. So they have, there's a picture of a, a, well, it's a ship. It's not a boat. This thing looks like it's about 150 feet long, maybe um, I don't argue with me, Buster. Oh, that scared the hell out of me. I don't know why. I'm like Daisy's that guy here. in the bush with the gun who's drunk. <laughs> Daisy's here. I, here's what I love about this. So they, 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 they seize these yachts from people who are not paying their bills or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Very wealthy people, apparently. Assets taken from uh, sanctioned Russian billionaires are costly to maintain as legal hurdles hold up sales. In order to keep this thing at the dock, it costs twenty-eight grand a week. No, wait, twenty-eight grand a week. A week. I was like, why? Why? I don't just to maintain it. I guess I don't know what the hell that's all about. But I mean, now all these people not well, Russians they always pick. Isn't that guy, the guy's like a trillionaire. He's the richest man on earth. I know that. Yeah, you're talking about uh, Putin. Putin. Yeah. yeah. So he's the one that sees all these yachts and then has his people pay for them. Do we have to pay for them, too? I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt that that's the, a true story. I just, 
So everybody else wants to live the high life, and then you and I got to pick up the tab. It makes no sense. Why would no. I have to pay for your big yacht? I to know. Like, I'm sure, and if give me an opportunity, I can probably find somewhere a lot cheaper to house your boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in my parents' yeah. cabin. Like, yeah. Like, like drop I, anchor in Lake Minnetonka and. I have a neighbor kid that'll you guys, that's watch a, it. That's like about a, that's a, almost a million and a half a year. I know. That's wild. That's for one. Yeah. So isn't that just great news? We'll be, we are paying for everything for everyone. It just disgusts me. Yeah. I don't really understand why we ever allowed that to happen. It's like, you, go, you all got to go. You did this to us. You got to go. You and that's all there is to it. to go. It's all true, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. How candid can you really be with your boss? Well, I don't have a boss, so I wouldn't know. Uh, I've always been wanting to ask, are you my boss? Hell no. Yeah. I would have fired you a long time ago. Hell yeah. I'd have gotten rid of you many weeks ago. Months! Months ago, I say. Because, yeah, I probably shouldn't swear as much as I do in front of you. Good to know. Typically. No, I am your boss. I've just decided. Decided now? I you don't want that responsibility. It's true. Marciano Lowen stared at his screen for two hours. He drafted one response and another. He begged someone in human resources for help, but still the question vexed him. How can your manager, imp what, excuse me, can your manager improve on? Oh, God, I actually uh, have the answer to this, the tech worker thought as he pondered the employee survey. What am I going to write? Bosses claim they want honest feedback. Telling the truth can spark change, make your uh, work life better, and show off your own assertiveness or... You could get fired. Yeah. yeah. You, really, you really have to know what type of person your boss oh, is. Yeah. Like, do they oh, have yeah. a fragile self? Like, they all do. They all I do. I wouldn't say that. Like, I've worked at places where I've been relatively blunt with, like, issues that are going on. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, we had no idea. Let's fix this. But, yeah, you do get some places where you're out the door before you can finish your sentence, too. I went through one of those well, a short time ago. Well, Tom, you have to realize something. You're, I am your boss. I said, no, you're not. What do you, I said, I am. I said, no, you might want to check my contract. It says very clearly in there, nobody's my boss. You've always been good about your contracts, having like, like yeah. freelance or whatever, the way right. that you have it all laid out. I mean, the fact that you own your voice is something that right. is pretty impressive mm -hmm. uh, in this industry. That like You can't just have people using it after you leave a company because... I've never signed any contract like that. If no, Hubbard wanted to like use my voice for whatever, like they technically How likely could. is that? I mean, that's where yes. I'm at. I, I'm not gonna fight for my own. I don't even want my own ownership of my voice. Can you imagine me with a boss? You know, I already got Catherine. She's pretty much my boss. Yeah. I'm so annoyed. Justin's in the corporate world, and they they can be just such monsters. Like they, corporate. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like. Justin's the type that just wants to do his job. He's, like, really proud of the things he does. And then he has that other side where he has to climb that ladder, play all these games. Right. And it's like all he right. wants to do is create this system that they hired him for. But then there's all these people that want to use him as a tool to push him down or oh, get yeah. places. Oh, yeah. And honestly, it makes me irate. Like, I just want to, like, go into his work and go... We just want a normal life. Like, why are you messing with my husband all the time? Well, I will give you an example. One of the places I worked a short time ago, it wasn't the smart people or talented people that got praised. It was whoever kissed the management's That's ass. That's what I'm saying, mm -hmm. yeah. That's exactly what you're saying. Exactly. As long as you kiss ass, boy, you can get way ahead. I can't do it. The words wouldn't even come out of my mouth. 
Well, they just wouldn't. Because my husband literally has a specialization in something that not a lot of people do, and so they hire him for that exact thing. He's not doesn't have his like I know how to walk you know climb a corporate ladder thing right, and so right. he just wants to put his head down and work on the stuff he's working on but then there's all these other elements we just go we're all grown-ups like mm. why what are you doing and you're so right it's like all these people that's a great idea Ken let's circle back and put that oh in the parking lot da, da, da. and my husband doesn't want to do all that shit and I don't exactly. want him to have to do all that shit and yep. it's like just yep. let leave him alone they won't do it, though. They won't. They will not do it. They have to rationalize their jobs. Well, they, yeah, they have to pretend they know what they're doing. Yeah. First of all, general managers in general, we don't have a general manager here. Uh, this, uh, you know, And I'm sure they're fine. I, I, I don't talk to them because I don't really have any connection. But uh, let's count on one finger how many good general managers you ever worked with. Yeah. They're it, always a pain in the ass. I always. Mean, I like I like the I like one I like Amy I like working with her. Is she a general? She's not a general manager though. She's like a program director, isn't she? I think so. And then it was and then Dan. she's a massive pain in the ass to me. But that's a different story, you yeah. know. I like it because they really aren't reactionary. Like they're, no, they're not, not like no, one thing true. happens and they go, yeah. When you did that break, we actually didn't like that. We think that all of our ratings went down the drain immediately. Like the the the, oh, the redirect when things happen yeah. is yep. is exhausting. Where you go, it is. And so I think, and this applies to people, you know, just like I was talking about with Justin working in a big office is like, let's not be hypersensitive to every aspect to rationalize your existence. Like I, if they're a manager, they go, I need to manage you. No, we're fine. We're all fine. Let's just leave it alone. You know, the one thing I really do like, and I went through this a couple of years ago and it was really hilarious is that company hired every person that I had kicked the piss out of in the ratings. Mm -hmm. And I went, is this a good idea? Now I have to work with a bunch of people that we beat the piss out of. Why are you bringing, they lost, why are you bringing them here anyway? Right? It's like what they used to do in the presidential election. If you lost, if you were the second, if you Mm -hmm. were the, you know, if you were two people running for president, the person who got second had to be the vice president. Oh, yeah. Which it's like, these two people are not going to work well together. You know that the vice president is secretly wishing for that president to fail. (laughs) Kick my ass and now I got to work with you? I know. I would be, I don't know where I'd be more miserable. If you were the president and had to have that as your vice, or if you're the vice and had to work with the guy that beat you. Right, Right. exactly. And especially after you... screen go dark? Oh, I think it's probably dead. Oh, that's right. He said it was going to die. Right. And with the presidency, especially after, like, you just spent, like, months, if not years, like, talking all this crap totally. about the other person. Right. Like, forget those commercials right. I made. Now, JK, I love now. him. Yeah. He's great. We are on the same team now. We're cool. So I was trying to think of who the hell, because obviously, if Biden's going to run, although I'm seeing more and more on CNN, they do not want him running for president. Really? No. They're not even covering it up anymore. They, most of the people at CNN do not want him to run for governor or president again. He's 100. No. He's, he's retired. He's closing in yeah, on 100. He's up That there. is true. But, I mean, who the hell would Donald Trump's vice president, who would that be? I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't even want to know. It's good, And it's coming. I know it's coming. Oh, it's going to be hideous. It's going to be hideous. A little funny, though. It's always a little funny. Because I'll tell you what, I got no love for Trump. I got no love for Biden. I got no I'm love. I'm there with mm-hmm. you. But I'll, 
Trump be saying funny shit sometimes. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, he's entertaining. He is entertaining. I also That's hate when, when he was president because it was always, every day, somebody was reporting on him. And it was like, I'm sitting there trying to find stuff for stories. And it's like, mm. can we just, like, enjoy him on a level that we don't have to put him in the news? He's a character. He's like, a character. Like, it's like, is, yeah. if they were reporting mm. on somebody's hilarious Twitter, we don't need it. We can see it on Twitter. Mm. We all see, you're not reporting anything new. We can all follow him on Twitter and, and find out what he says in real time. I don't need the New York Post writing up, well, he wrote this on Twitter. I saw it. He's, you know. Right. So it's right. like, yeah. leave it be. Leave it where it's at. Well, because I think it was CNN at one point. They had, like, they counted the number of lies he's told since yeah. he was in office or something. It's like, okay, guys, let's be a little bit less dramatic. And yeah, how about everybody else lying right. their ass let's off? Let's pull the numbers for everybody else as well. But yeah. the, the problem I have, and I, I do have a problem with it, is when he was the president of the United States, I had lunch with Donald Trump. He's nothing like that in person. Really? Not even close. He's very genuine. He does his. He knew all about Catherine and Andy and Alex, and he's bringing all this stuff. He could not have been nicer. And I thought, why don't you just act like this all the time? Yeah, it's that. Just toxic, be yourself. I hate to use this term, but it's that tox, toxic masculinity where it somebody is. told that him is exactly that right. This is the way a winner is, and he like took that in as a kid and was like, "This is yep. what I need to present." His to father the world. did that. His father did yeah. that to him. Yep. Because you don't go out. You don't go out of your way to act like that if you don't. Like, you've decided that that is a winning personality. Yeah, I just, if he'd use his own personality, I'd vote for him in a minute. Interesting. But he's just, he's got to be overstated. It's got to be a clown show. And it's like, Jesus. So, Tevin, I'm really interested in, like, micro details. Um, And I don't think this is a micro detail, but I asked Tom what Trump ordered. And then I asked Tom what he ordered. And it was very, like, I see what Tom did. Do you remember what Trump ordered? No. But, okay, so at the time you told me it was, I think he did a burger. And I said, what'd you order? And he said, I just said the same thing. I said, I'll just get what he's getting. I go, that is such an interesting move. That's that's kind of like a power play. I think you so. Know like, if, yeah. it's, if it's good enough for the president, it's probably good enough for me, too. <laughs> and, like, it's a very Tom thing, too, because Tom's not, like, that obsessed with what he's eating. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very no. particular. And you're yeah. more of, like, all right, let's get, let's get to conversation over, like, right. figuring out the meal thing. I've thought about it I don't know how many times. Oh, yeah, I've checked the menu out before I get there. Like yeah. I, yeah, but I loved it, and it makes me want to start ordering like that. I think next time we go to a meal, which you want to invite me to a meal one day, I'm gonna go. I'll get what Tom's getting. I don't think so, Biden's gonna be inviting me to no. lunch anytime soon. I I'll, I'll have what Tevin's yeah. getting. Yeah. Which, the chicken tender basket. Well, why's it gotta be? Why's it gotta <laughs> yeah, be chicken, exactly. AJ? <laughs> no, but I, I just wish, I wish these politicians would use their own real personality and don't try to put on this mm. act that they all put on now. What, yeah, I don't like that. Did Trump pay for the who f- took like who paid the bill when you went out to the? He email? did. Okay, good. Yeah, he did. He there picked it all up. There's another one of those guys too. I, I can't remember his name, but he was there. There were about ten of us, something like that. Mike Lindell was there. Um, you know, the guy who owns uh, Newsmax was there. It's funny because after, because I sat at the table with Mike Lindell and, and the guy mm-hmm. from from Newsmax. Yeah. He said, "Tom, I'd like to do some advertising on your show." Uh, could you give me the information? I said, yeah, that'd be great. I'll rest of it. So then I got a couple of calls from his assistant. They never did advertise because I think we were a little too spendy. Oh. I, I don't think he wanted to spend that much money on advertising. Okay. So. He underestimated you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. That's a good way to put it. He goes, Hmm. Tom, I want to advertise on your show. You just, do you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? (laughs) Damn it. Run your pockets, dog. In this county? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. No, he honestly got a very, very pleasant guy. Everybody there was very, very pleasant, except for when I had my hands in my pockets. And the Secret Service guy came over and went, get your hands out of your pockets right now. Went, you got it. He's a polite police. It wasn't because yeah. of security. It was no. like, how rude. And yeah. elbows off the table. Oh, it had so, nothing to do with being rude. I love it how you put yours. Yeah. Oh, it had nothing to do with being know, rude. It's like, get your hands out of your pockets. What are you doing? The, yeah, that seems. It's like, yeah, you're right. Maybe, I guess. I <laughs> yeah, I just, I'll stick my pants off. I'd be so nervous yeah, about getting shot. I'll just stick my pants off. Stand here in my underwear. Turns his pockets inside out. Just a huge step. Hands out of your pockets and your trousers. And I'm done with clothes today. Don't you? Why don't we do this? Think about the future. About what? Just over a year from now. It's about what? 13 months. A little more than 13 months. So think about that during the break. And who you kind of? Is there anybody you're leaning toward voting for? Or if you're not leaning at all, think about that. And after this break, we'll talk about it to close out the show. Okay. Tom here, and I just read a great success story from an online review for MN Fat Loss. In her review, Karen writes, The team at MN Fat Loss is caring and wonderful. They are. I would agree with that, Karen. They're very supportive. I had a great experience. I lost 10% of my body weight easily. The plan is simple. I ate real food. I finally learned how to eat right. I had previously tried so many other weight loss plans. None of them taught me how to eat right. I feel so much better. I sleep better, and all my aches and pains have gone away. Thank you so much to the MN Fat Loss team. Well, great job, Karen. I'm so happy to hear about your success. So you're ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com. Schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off of work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. Did for me. They also have virtual options to help you live far away. And, you know, if you live far away and you can't show, they got that too, virtual. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. Let them know Tom sent you. I can't wait to hear about your success story. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. Client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. 
Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Brittany's mean to me, that's all I have to say. Why, because I threatened your life today? Yeah, that was it, you. absolutely. I did it on air, though, because I wanted you to have it up. I wanted you to have proof. Okay, well, I'm, what I'm trying to do, because I should probably lead the way since it was my idea to talk about it anyway, I'm still trying to figure out who the hell I even have an interest in voting for. You know, yeah. again, as I said, if Trump behaved the way he does in person, I'd vote for him in a minute. Because he's very genuine, he's very nice. He's not like that at all in person. It's really weird. Yeah, but it was also a snapshot. That's true. That's true. That, that's that's absolutely true. But I'm what I'm kind of trying to do is find somebody that I can lean toward. And I don't. I'm not even there yet. Like I go through my Robert F. Kennedy Juniors, mm-hmm. and I go through my, you know, um, some of these other candidates, and then you. Well, Ramaswamy, I look at him, and then he says certain things. I'm like, could you guys just shut up and run for president instead of being so outrageous? Yeah. Um, well, because I really don't pay attention to a whole lot of politics. So I had to just look. Let me look at the list of all the candidates that have announced. And so I find two black people. So, you know, naturally click on, shock. click on those guys first. Shock so I click on, I was like, you know And if what? you're listening, Tevin's white. He yes. Yes. Black um, so first one I click on, Larry Elder. Sounds great. Let's see a little bit about him. Yeah. First thing in his little bio was that he doesn't think racism exists. So we moved on to the next <laughs> so you're not going to go with that. So, so we, we've decided Tim Scott. Is who we're leaving out of lack of googling. It's a good one. You you don't want to Google Tim Scott. No, I mean we googled him too. It looks pretty. Looks pretty straightforward. So I'm sure that'll change at some point. But that's where we're leaving. I love your. um, I'm gonna go. Aaron wrote in that Tulsi Gabbard. That's who I voted for last time. If she would run again, he would vote for her. And. I'm not who doing I voted for. because of I don't want the uh, I'm not searching I'm not googling anything she said or did because I'm terrified what I'll find. Um, I'm just gonna say that that's Aaron's pick, and Aaron <laughs> is representing me at this moment. There but I can go. change that at yep. any second. Yeah. Okay, who you got? That's who I said. So you're going Tulsi Gabbard. I'll go. I'm going with Aaron who picked Tulsi Gabbard again. I can say right. that I will disconnect from both. Yes, everything oh, is. Yeah. Op- my mind is definitely 100% open to change with as new information becomes available. How about if I re-vote for Ronald Reagan, even though he's dead? Um, Jimmy Carter, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Whatever like- happened to the nice guys like Jimmy Carter? He failed miserably as a president, but he was the nicest guy you'd ever want to talk to. That goddamn peanut farmer. That peanut farmer. His brother. God, what a pain in the ass. Remember Billy? No. You don't remember <laughs> Billy Carter? I wasn't alive. What would we remember? Was I was born in 1986. You guys never do any research but at you, all? But the word remember is right. like we had something happen to us yes, with Billy Carter. Yes, you researched some history in the United States. No, I have no, I have no memory of the president's brother, Billy Carter. Mm. That I is even ridiculous. Know he had a you guys are dropping the ball like that. This country is done. 
if that's true. If, if we don't know the president's brother, you don't Billy, know anything about history. We're in big trouble because we don't know. Okay, teach. You preach. literally don't know anything about history. I don't in this know country. anything about anything. Well, that's a fact, too. That's just flat out. But. Kelly uh, messaged us saying, I missed the first 25 minutes, but you guys didn't talk about Taylor and Travis at all. And I will have to tell you, Kelly, go ahead and watch, listen to that first yep. break. You'll, there's a lot of Taylor Swift, <laughs> a lot of Travis Kelsey talk. Uh, for your information, I am a Chiefs fan. Yeah, wow. I was surprised you didn't come in wearing red today, but I guess that's tomorrow. I got it. It's in the mail. Okay. It's in the red's in the mail. Yeah, I got the. There you have it. Okay, tell us about Billy Carter. Right. No, I'm not telling you a damn thing. You don't pay attention. You I remember Billy Carter. Yeah. Billy was such a drinker that they put out a beer called Billy Beer. It actually did exist. Really? Because he was a big, and he said the most outrageous stuff. Look, at you'd be fascinated. All right, I'll find all He said some of the most outrageous things for the son of a president of the United States you'd ever want to hear. And I don't even know if Jimmy and Billy got along all that well. Probably not. Like, Probably if your brother's not. out here drinking, you're trying to run the country, you got to worry <laughs> about so what annoyed. he's saying. Yeah, like. I'd be so annoyed. No, I think you'd be fascinated by that. I don't know. We'll see what the deal is. You got anything popping up yet? Uh, paintings are like beer. Only beer tastes good, and it's hard to stop drinking beer. That's a Billy Carter. <laughs> There's my guy right there. Spot on about the alcoholism. Okay, because... You're welcome, because I introduced you to Billy Carter. You're going to uh, love this guy. Let's see. He was a nut job of the first order. Uh, it's, he's, his quotes are all around beer. They I, are. I had this beer brewed just for me. I think it's the best I ever tasted, and I've tasted a lot. I think you'll like it, too. No, yeah, I've tasted a lot of beer, so I should know what beer tastes like. like. Billy, we asked you what you thought of the economic <laughs> policy your, exactly. your brother just implemented. A whole different argument. <laughs> oh, Billy beer. I remember uh, Billy uh, beer. I used to have a six-pack of it. I don't know whatever ever happened to it. Yeah, this guy is... Oh, he's out there. Beer is not a good cocktail party drink, especially in home where you don't know where the bathroom is. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> you have to pee out what? in the you know, Is, is he this... running for president? This is hey, like... you'd vote for him, wouldn't yeah, you? I'll vote for Billy. Absolutely. I'm dying. <laughs> a little salt of the earth type of guy. Oh, God. Oh. He was getting so much trouble with Jimmy. It was hilarious. His brother, he, Jimmy would be out there, and we're going to get this done. I'm very serious about it. Also, his brother would we don't give a rat's ass about it. <laughs> He's pretty much what I just found one of those. My mother went into the Peace Corps when she was 68. My one sister is a motorcycle freak. My other sister is a holy roller evangelist. And my brother's running for president. I'm the only sane one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> See, aren't you glad yeah. I introduced you to Billy yes. Carter now? Yes. See? I take back everything negative. I Absolutely. Billy I, Carter. You've added, marijuana is like Coors beer. If you could buy the damn stuff at a Georgia filling station, you decide you wouldn't want it. <laughs> Like, I would assume that they're just like Billy. For the love, love of him. God, please stop talking. Like yeah. that. <laughs> this one's not bad. Oh, Jimmy was always pleased, Billy. Stop uh, talking. Please so, stop. I feel like we got to give this to Mike Bryant. Sometimes even lawyers need lawyers. <laughs> Why is that such a good quote? It's like a great it. quote. I love like that. All right, that's going to wrap. I'm glad we closed out on the Billy Carter. And now you might have some gratitude toward looking back at your history of your country. From here on out, I, I used to say yeah. nothing matters except today and this moment. But I'm going to look. I'm going to start looking into the past. You're you right. Buy stuff yeah. like, yeah, I like beer. Oh, do you? Because yeah. <laughs> all you ever talk about. would have paid attention more in history class if they covered Billy Carter. This is that. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what they should teach because kids would be interested in that. Yeah.
I just you know, love paintings are like beer, only beer tastes good, and it's hard to stop drinking beer. Right, because <laughs> he, he's what? definitely licked a painting. It's like, what the hell does that mean? Snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> I trust this guy. All right, talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs>